powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. You need to know you got a shepherd in Denver and Atlanta and online across America, around the world that loves the people that he leads. I'm excited about our future. We are just getting started. Can we release a praise, watch me, that we're just getting started and our best is yet to come. Hallelujah. And I'm most excited that you are part of it. Come on, lift your Bibles. Let's make our confession of faith. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. We need a word from you. We're in summer school, God, which means that we are advancing and accelerating during a time where many people are retreating and relaxing. We're going to get more done in this month than we've seen done so far this entire year. And we declare that it is so. Speak to us now. I cast down every thought that would oppose the word. We cast down every distraction that would oppose the word. And we declare that we are locked in and we are focused. Somebody say that. Say, I'm locked in. And I am focused. Say, speak, Lord. Give me clarity. Give me direction. In Jesus' name, worship God for five seconds in this building and online. Five. Come on in the app. Come on Facebook. Come on YouTube. Come on Twitch. Come on Twitter. Shout it again. Shall speak, Lord. All right, grab a seat. Let's let them speak. So our series this month is called Summer School. And I've taught you summer school, literally, number one, they are courses that you take during uh, school summer vacations uh, for remedial learning and for remedial purposes. Now, remedial doesn't mean something negative. Say, this isn't bad. Say it like an army. Say, this isn't bad. The word remedial means to remedy and to cure. So our assignment this month is to make sure that there's some things where you've had riddles that God's going to give you the remedy to. There are certain things that you've been confused about that God's about to bring clarity to. There are certain things that you have been befuddled about that God's about to bring breakthrough in. I need you to make this declaration and say, and my remedy is about to show up. Now, I need you to act like there's something that's been plaguing you for years that this month, before the month is out, your remedy is about to show up. I don't care even if you're watching this message uh, months later. I declare before whatever month you're in ends that your remedy is about to show up. What does that mean? When my remedy shows up, it means what's been my riddle has got to go. It means what's been my challenge has got to go. It means the questions I've been asking God and myself, I'm finally going to have the answers to. I wish you prophesied to somebody close to you, touch them on the shoulder and say, your answer is about to knock at your door. I don't like the way they said it. Touch somebody else and say, your answer is about to knock at your door. But then it also means to cure. The word remedial means to cure. To cure means that whatever issue existed won't exist anymore. It means that whatever plagued you, it won't plague you anymore. For some of you this month, God is curing your low self-esteem. Mm. For some of you this month, God is curing your doubt. He's curing your unbelief. 
He's curing the fight you've been having internally because God is making you confront some things. See, to cure something, you have to first confront something. You can't get a cure to something you haven't confronted yet. So God is making sure that this month that he takes you confront some things. This is why I don't need you timid. I don't need you afraid. I don't need you ashamed. I don't need you scared of anything. I don't need you to be scared to deal with anything. Why? Because if I confront him, that means God's about to cure it. And watch me, let me prophesy. He's about to cure not only things in your physical body, but he's about to cure things that have existed in your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your will, and your emotions, which means the enemy that you had coming into this month, you will not have any more forever. Shout, my cure is coming. Shout it again. Shout, my cure is coming. The second definition of summer school means advancement, both professional and personal advancement. So this month, while many people are retreating and relaxing, you and I are advancing and accelerating, which means we are going further, faster. Say, I'm going further, faster. Now, for some of you, this is why your life feels a little different for you, because the speed at which things are beginning to move, things that have been held up are finally happening. Things that you've been praying about, you're finally walking in. Dates that you've been pushing out, hoping to deal with later, you're finally at the date where you have to deal with it. But I need you to hear me. You are advancing. You are not retreating. You are not regressing. You are advancing and you are accelerating. 915, you are going further and you're going faster. What was supposed to take you to December 31st originally, you're going to be, watch me, you're going to be there by July 31st. I've already prayed it, but I need some faith in this building and online, which means I'm going to get there sooner than I planned. It's going to happen more quickly than I planned. It was part of your five-year plan. God says this is going to be part of my five-week plan. It Come on, 915, say further, faster. So the purpose of this series in summer school is to eliminate unnecessary destruction in your life. Because what do you get in school? Knowledge. And Hosea 4, 6 says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. This is God speaking. And God says the reason my people are destroyed is because of the information that they lack. Which means, watch me. This month, God says, I need to get some information into your hands that's going to give you revelation about your situation that's going to change it forever. Mm. I need you to make this declaration. Say, I'm growing this month. I'm growing. How many can be honest that you've learned more about yourself this month? You've learned more about some of the people that were around you this month. You've learned what not to be upset about. You've learned what not to get frustrated about. For some of you, this has been the first month where you let people act crazy and you just sat there and said, that ain't none of my problem. You act a fool if you want to, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. Holler and scream if you want to, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Why? Because I'm growing in knowledge. And when I grow in knowledge, I'm eliminating unnecessary destruction. I pray and prophesy that you would be wiser than you've ever been and you'd be smarter than you've ever been. Smart is knowledge, but wisdom is how to apply the knowledge that you have. And the Bible says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask for the Lord. Therefore, you will be smart and wise. You're not going to get played like you used to. You're not going to get hoodwinked like you used to. You're not going to be taken advantage of like you used to. You're not going to stumble and make the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again. Please touch somebody and say, you will not be destroyed. So Wednesday's message was called Bring Heaven to Earth. And we learned that prayer announces an end and starts a process to produce what you pray for. To be honest with you, that one phrase should be freedom. Okay? Because for many people, you get so excited, you get so excited uh, about prayer that you don't realize that all it did was start the factory. Prayer announces the end that starts a process to produce what you prayed for. See, see watch me. You ended up praying. You prayed for something. And when you prayed for it, God says, that's a done deal. Right? You said, Lord, I'm thirsty. All right? Okay. So this is what you had in your mind. You said, God, I got, I got, I got some of this, this Hawaiian punch in my mind. He's like, I see it, Lord. I see it. But what God did was God started the process, which means I got to go get some water first. Pay attention. And the water looks nothing like what I got, watch me, I'm going to get all the ingredients, I'm going to pull all of them together, and I'm going to go in the process of producing what you prayed for. This is what you shout about, and the moment you prayed for it, it's already done, but that process has to begin. James 5, 16, the prayer of a righteous person, say that's me. 
It has great power as it is working, which means the word, the word as makes this verse a mathematical equation. It means equal. Say equal to. So it says the prayer of a righteous person. I've already talked to you that that applies to you and I. It has great what? Shout it. It has great what? As. Equal to it working. What's it working? That's the process. Which means the power of prayer is in the process. And I need you not to let the process break you down. Because the process is producing what you prayed for. You ready for this? I need you not to let the pressure of the process break you down because it's producing what you prayed for. I need you not to let, you ready? I need you not to let the pain of the process break you down because it's producing what you prayed for. I need you not to let, you ready for me? The people that you have to deal with in the process break you down. It's producing what you prayed for. It has great power as it is working. I need you to lift your hands and worship God for three seconds that your process is working. Go. Three. Two. Say, my process is working. So on Wednesday, I taught you that prayer is to be forceful. For some of you, your prayers do not match the level of your desperation. What do you mean? There are some things that happen. When you begin to do well and when you begin to be successful and when you begin to accomplish things, sometimes you can lose your sense of desperation with God because you're like, I got this, I got this, I ain't struggling for this, I ain't struggling for that. And sometimes God will have to let you go through a valley just to get your forcefulness back because sometimes you lose your forcefulness after you've started experiencing favor which is why you got to make sure that no matter how good you do that you don't lose your forcefulness no matter how good you do that you don't lose your thankfulness for the Lord I know you're doing better now than you've ever done but God says I still want you to pray the same way you prayed when you didn't have anything I it's quiet in this building. I still want you to pray like you prayed. Like if I don't do something within 24 hours, you're not going to be able to move on. Lift your hand and say, God, lock forcefulness in me. Prayer is forceful. Pray. Well, Father, you know, Lord. Yeah. Oh, geez. Gee whiz, God. You know, if... If you could bless me, I, I really appreciate it today. God says, I don't want to hear none of that. Because the Bible says the effective fervent. Fervent means forceful. It means passionate. God says, when you pray, I need you to pray like it's got to happen and it's got to happen now. When you pray, I need you to pray like it's got to change and it's got to change now. I, when you pray, I need you to act like it's got to happen and it's got to happen now. God says, I don't need, oh gee whiz, would you bless me? No. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm your son and I'm reminding you that you said you bless me in the city. You bless me in the field. You bless me when I'm coming. You bless me when I'm going. You make me the head and not the tail. You make me above only and never beneath. That you open doors no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. I Somebody say, Lord, lock forcefulness in me. Prayer is forceful and it's to be followed with forceful actions. See, this is the problem. Sometimes you get the forceful prayer part and that's all you do. You get the forceful prayer part, and that's all you do. You never take any forceful actions, which means if I say, Lord, uh, you pray, and you say, God, I want to graduate, and I want to graduate, I want to get my degree, and dust and so, and I want to get it this year, which means you pray that. How do you pray it? Forcefully. Say forcefully. You pray that forcefully, and once you pray that forcefully, now God says, now, I need you to go down to that school or get online. And I need you to take some actions that are forceful. I don't need you to move slow to go enroll. The moment you pray for it, once you say amen, get on the computer, register, because I need your forceful actions to match your forceful prayer. Could it be that some of your delay is God like, I don't really think you want it. Y'all not saying that to me. Could it be that some of what you've not seen manifest is God saying, I don't, I'm not convinced that you really want this because all you did is ask me, but you didn't take action. So I pray for every person under the sound of my voice that you would not only ask, but that you would also take action. You would not just forcefully ask, but you would take forceful action. Say, lock it in me, God. 
Where do you get this from, Bishop? Matthew 11 and 12. From the time of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. So what does kingdom of heaven mean? It means God's MO, his modus operandi, how he does what he does. It means who God said you would be and what God said you would have. Right? Bible sums it up as righteousness, peace, and joy. Okay, Righteousness and right standing with God. Peace, shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Joy. Joy means, watch me, I'm not just looking at what's happening because that's connected to happiness. Joy says, I don't care what happens, I'm good. If you're with me, I'm good. If you're not, I'm good. If you're going to shout for me, I'm good. If you're not going to shout for me, I'm good. If they fire you, you good. If they give you a promotion, you good. Whatever happens, I got joy. So there's nothing you can do to me because this joy that I have, the world did not give it and the world cannot take it away. I wish you'd slap somebody, high five, say, I pray joy for you. I yeah, people are not going to take your joy. You're going to be riding down the street just smiling. You're going to be sitting in your cubicle just smiling. You're going to be handling your business just smiling. And they wonder why you're so happy. This ain't happiness. This is joy. Shout it again. Shout joy. Shout it again. Shout joy. Okay. The Bible says, people, this thing has been advancing. It's been advancing. It's been working. The worst thing to say is that it doesn't work because you didn't work it. The worst thing to say is that it's not working because you didn't work it. He says, it's been working. Say, it's been working. And forceful what? People have been seizing it. You looking at somebody else and say, God, why you do that for them? What you didn't see was their forcefulness. What you didn't see is that they called every day until somebody called them back. What you didn't see is that they emailed every day until somebody emailed. I pray the punk in you be rebuked. I pray the part of you that makes you try once and say, but that's enough. That ain't enough. It ain't enough until I seize what I prayed for, until I possess what I prayed for, until I'm walking in what I worship for. Please encourage somebody close to you. Say, it's not enough until you have it. Which means we don't take no for an answer. We don't take what well, you ain't got enough power to tell me no. Your no just means not this way. I'll go in prayer and go above you. I'll go in prayer. I'll go around you. I'll go in prayer. I'll go through you. The best thing for you to do is get the heck up out of my way because I will not take no for an answer. It says forceful people say make me forceful, have been advancing it. So here's what happens with prayer. Here's what happens with prayer. You ain't hot with that coat on? Okay, here's what happens in prayer. Here's what happens in prayer. It's 100 degrees outside. He got a coat on. Okay, wait, here we go. That's okay. That's I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. You're cool. Cool as a cucumber. I know. All right, here we go. You ready? Say, forceful people have been winning. See, some people say, you're doing too much. I wish I would let the opinion of a loser. You ain't won since 89. What the heck I look like listening to you? Look at somebody say, stop listening to losers. Well, it don't take all of that. You don't have much, so I know why you don't think it takes much. Well, you work too much because I got something to protect. I got something that I built. So when you build as big as what I built, you build at that level, then you come say something to me. Y'all not listening to what I'm saying. Stop letting people who sees nothing tell you how to see something. You ready? It don't take all of that shouting. You don't have much to shout about. I understand it. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, I will shout in your face. I will shout in your face. Because if it had not been Paul, if it had not been Rita, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, I would have lost my mind a long time ago. Please shake somebody's hand and say, I got a lot to shout about. That's why I don't need a praise team. I walked in with my clap. I don't need somebody to get on the mic. I walked in with a praise on the inside. I logged on with a praise on the inside. God has done a lot, so I owe him a lot. God has been real good. So I owe him good praise. I'm going to give you five seconds to give it to him. 
Ready, go, five, four. Come on, you two. Three, two, one. Shake somebody's hand and say, he's been real good to me. Woke me up this morning, started me on my way, paid my debts off, made sure he shut down my haters, made sure he shut down every enemy, raises up somebody whenever there's an open spot. He makes sure that all things work together for my good. Every time I turn around, I see favor. Every time I turn around, I see blessing. Every time I turn around, doors are opening. Every time I turn around, windows are lifting. Every time. Forceful people. Because the neighbors say, be forceful this time. You ain't telling me no. If you do, I'll go above you, around you, or through you. Best thing for you to do is to help me. Look at the person and say, the best thing for you to do is help me. Say, I'd hate to run over you. But in the second half, I will not be denied. You might as well help me out. You might as well pray for me. Oh, because it's a forcefulness. He locked down on the inside of me. People are going to say, you're just so assertive. I know. You're just so aggressive. I know. That's supposed to be a negative? That ain't no negative. The Bible says people been winning, and the ones that are winning are the ones that are forceful. Touch somebody on the shoulder say, I pray you'd be forceful. You're about to get a six-figure job because you're about to be fucked. You're about to build a seven-figure business. You're about to be fucked. Let's go. It says, it's been advancing. And there's one group of people who have been winning, who've been seizing it. Okay, so try to get, try to get through me. Try to get through me. Okay, okay. Okay, but now, now be a punk. Oh, go on now, be depressed. Be, have anxiety. Because one school didn't accept you. You act like that's the only school. Oh, y'all ain't saying it. Because one door didn't open. You act like that's the only door. The Bible says knock and keep knocking until the door is open. It says ask and keep asking until somebody say yes. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I pray that a forcefulness will be locked in you. I prayed this week you'd get more done. Well, a doctor said this, get forceful with that doctor. Doctor, you got something you can do because my God is a healer. You're practicing medicine, but my God is a, my God is a. Okay, okay. So, so you know, just, just you know, okay. You, you prayed all these prayers, and then when it was time for you to forcefully advance, you got pushed back. Everybody look at me. Why are you acting like you didn't expect the push? Can I go here? Can I go here? Why do we act surprised at the resistance? Like, what's going on? Because you about to see something that's bigger than you've ever seized before, which explains why your resistance is bigger than anything you've ever fought before. This ain't at a level that you were at in 22. No, you've leveled up. And when you leveled up, so did your resistance. You leveled up, and when you leveled up, so did the attack. But I pray God lack a forcefulness in you so that when the enemy thinks you're down for the count, one. When the enemy thinks you're down for the count, you pop back up, two. And you might stumble a little bit. You might walk side to side a little bit. But you get back up and say, I'm forcefully advancing. I'm forcefully advancing. What pushed me around ain't gonna push me around no more. What stopped me ain't gonna stop me no more. And I'm about to get around you. Right. 915, lift your hands, open your mouth, say, lock forcefulness in me. So I pray, Anthony, then I go seize it. Don't ask for him to make a table for you in the presence of your enemies. And don't go get the table that he, the spread that he's made. You ready? S say all things are now ready for me. So on Wednesday, we're just about done. On Wednesday, I gave you three prayers that are forceful prayers. Okay. All right. The first one is God guard my tongue from limiting my life. 
And Wednesday, I gave you another reference scripture. At this Sunday, 915, I want to give you this scripture, Numbers 14, 28. It says this. This is the Lord's declaration. I will do to you exactly as I heard you say. Bishop Omar, why do you have us talk so much in church? I'm trying to take notes. Bump your notes if you can't talk and take them. You're going to have to take notes and talk at the same time. Go get it. Go get it. Got to seize it. Got to seize it. Make it happen. Make it happen. Do it. 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 This is not the 1115. You didn't brought the Chicago spirit into this building. Love you. Y'all ready? I said, are y'all ready? So you got to be able to, you got to be able to multitask. You got to be able to do both. You got to be able to do it. God says, I'm going to, listen to this, I'm going to do to you. So God is like, why you make me do you like that? God, I just can't believe that you let this happen. You made me do it. Because I told you I would do to you exactly as I heard you say. So in this second half, God, hear ye, hear ye. Every day, let favor find us. Every day, let blessing rain. Let it rain blessing every day. In this second half, let us get good news every day. Let it be so much good news that we start to think it's too good to be true. But then we check it out and discover that it's real. Do to us exactly as you heard us say. Cancel every debt. Provide every need. God, send us people that will finance our dreams, that will finance our vision. Send benefactors, multimillionaires, billionaires that say, I just want to bless you. And make them keep the check. Make them extend the opportunity. Let us be 100% healthy and 100% healed. Let our bodies represent the glory of the Lord. Open up your mouth. Let our families be saved. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. You will do to us exactly as you heard us say. Say it all things. Say it in all things. Work together for my good. Your tongue, your tongue will limit your life. So a forceful prayer is God, shut me the heck up. If what I'm going to say is going to limit my life. That's a forceful prayer. Because most of y'all, you want to be reporters. You want to work for the news station. You ready? And new reporters don't get that much. You ready? Well, Lord, I'm just trying to tell you what's going on. You think he needs your update? You think he don't see what's going on? Well, Lord, I'm just trying to get this because it's stressing me out. I'm just trying, that's why you're stressed. Touch your neighbor and say, watch your, mouth. watch your mouth. See, when you say this is stressing me out, God says, I will do to you exactly as I heard you say. Which means your confession, even if you feel stressed, feelings aren't facts. You have to say, I'm doing so amazing. This is a record-breaking year. All things are really, really, really going well. Somebody call you, how you doing? I'm good. What you doing? I'm handling business. Which means everything that I set my hands to, it's doing well. Right? Here's a second, here's a second forceful prayer. God, make me who I need to be to have what you said. Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Which means I have to pray to be that. Say, I have to pray to be that. Say, so Lord, make me willing. Say it. Say, Lord, make me willing and obedient so that I eat the good land, the good life. That's a forceful prayer because this means wherever your will need, listen to me, make me willing, which means God says, so I'm going to break your will wherever you're unwilling. And you can help him break it or you can fight him in the process of breaking it. For some of you, you ready? What you're dealing with right now is God says, I'm going to break your will. And if I don't break it in July, it's going to tear up your whole second half. So I got to get it done in the first 30 days of the second half so that you make sure this is your best half yet. You know how you do that quickly? It's two words. Say, yes, Lord. Uh -uh, I need you to say that like it's old school church. Say, yes, Lord. Can you clap your hands like you from the old sanctified church and, clap and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I won't fight you, God. I'm not going to oppose you. My answer is yes. My answer is yes. My response is yes. My decision is yes. My answer is yes. My confession is yes. Willing. So God says you have to be willing and obedient. So willing means, God says, I need you to voluntarily do what I want. 
Shut your mouth. See, for those where he has to force your hand, you're not Isaiah 119. He says, I need you to willingly want to do it. I need, let me say, Lord, lock that in me. God says, I need you to willingly want to be a faithful giver. I don't want you to have to make me take you down to nothing to get you to give me something. But I will if you, if you keep on holding to what I said. I want you to willingly forgive that mark. Mark is an urban colloquialism that means person in whom which you do not enjoy very much. God says, I need you to be willing to forgive them because you realize that if you don't forgive them, I won't forgive you. So don't make me, watch me, don't make me have to back you into a corner to get your yes because you're not willing. Come on, 915, we're almost done. Say, Lord, make me willing and make me obedient. Here's the third thing. God changed my thinking to divine thoughts to become a new person. You will never transform into what you cannot think. Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior of your mama name, your cousin name, your sister name, the world, social media. Oh, that's my. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a what? A new person by changing the way that you think. Look at me. You get to keep 100% of the limiting thoughts that you fight for. So if you fight to think you ain't never going to get better, that's exactly what you get to keep. If you fight to think things are never going to change for you, that's exactly what you get to keep. If you fight to think that ain't nobody going to help you, that's exactly why you don't have no help. You get to keep 100% of the limiting thoughts that you have. But let me give you a divine thought. Say, Lord, give me a divine thought. I got one and then we're out of here. You and I were created to be fruitful and to multiply. Open your mouth and say it. Say, I think this. I was created. To be fruitful and to multiply. I feel like preaching now. Genesis 1:26, And God blessed them. Which means he granted them certain authority. And the Lord said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Fill the earth. Somebody say, I've already been blessed. I've been granted authority already. Say, now I have two instructions. Be fruitful and multiply. All right, watch me. Look at me, look at me. When the Bible says be fruitful, so we, we, have, we, have a, we have a wonderful spread for you. This is a red banana. At first, I thought this was a rotten banana. I said, what kind of props y'all got for me today? All right, everybody watch. Say, say be fruitful and multiply. Okay, God says, when I say be fruitful, that means I want you to produce results. But to be fruitful, pay attention to the real command. Be a sower. Because you don't get this if you don't have seeds. So you know what the enemy is trying to get you to do? He's been trying to get you to hold on to your seed, and this is bigger than money. He's been trying to get you to hold on to releasing anything so that what you have is all that you will ever have. Because he cannot increase what you do not first release. That's your neighbor say your increase is in your release. He says, be fruitful. Then watch me, the next part, multiply. Say multiply. multiply. Say it again, say multiply. multiply. So God says, I need you to be a sower. Because if I'm telling you to be fruit, you're not going to get oranges unless you first put orange seeds in the ground. You ready? You, you, you're not, you're not going to get apples unless you put apple seeds in the ground. Could it be that some of the fruitfulness you want to see, you haven't seen because you haven't sown? You want loyalty, you don't sow it. You're the most inconsistent, disloyal person on the planet. You want somebody to fight for you, but you run from every fight. You can only get the fruit of the seeds that you sow, which means in this second half, God says, I need you to get the right seeds in the ground because I'm going to make sure you get the right fruitfulness in your life. Be fruitful, multiply, which means I have to release something. For something to multiply, I have to release it first. For something to grow, I have to release it. Now, pay attention to what the Lord did not say to them, 915. He did not say, be fruitful and add. He did not say, be fruitful and do a little bit. He said, be fruitful. And once you sow, and then now I give you, I give you this. I give you this. Now what I need you to do is multiply that. Which means... I don't want to see you with two pieces. I don't want to see you with two apples by this same time next month. I'm going to need you to release. Watch me. 
Because what is in the fruit that you produce? More seeds. So now I need you to release what's there. So then when I come check on you next month, now you've got double what you had before. I need you to prophesy this over somebody close to you. Type it in the comments or stretch your hand towards me if there's nobody there. Say, you are going to multiply from this day forward. Y'all better talk to me. Multiplication is on your life. You're not some basic man. You're not some basic woman. We don't add. We multiply. Please open up your mouth. Say, I multiply. Be fruitful. Multiply. And then the last part in Amplified says, and fill the earth. That deals with the procreation part. So fruitful and multiply doesn't deal with having children. Being fruitful and multiplying means God says, Adam, I need you to be a sower. I need you to release. I need you to give. And this is bigger than money. Somebody say, I live to give. I live to give. No, no, I need you to hear me. 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 You get information and then won't share it with nobody. Because you feel like if I share this information, they're going to get a leg up on you. They can't get a leg up on you. Because they have to get the information from you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I pray that you wouldn't be selfish in this second half. And I pray that you wouldn't be stingy in this second half. I pray that you would release your gift, your talent, your skills, your ability. That you would release it. And as you release it, God says, I'll increase it. As you release it, God says, I'll increase it. As you release it, God says, I'll increase it. Come on, lift your hand and say, increase is attracted to me. Why is it attracted to you? Because you release. Increase is not attracted to those that don't release. Are you here? Okay, I only got a few more scriptures. We're out of here. Genesis 8, 22. 8, new beginning, 22, witness. As long as the earth exists, planting and harvesting, cold and summer. 100 degrees. But it feels like it's 139. I've changed eight shades I started the summer as a karma macchiato. I'm a. <laughs> I looked the other day, I said, it ain't that no more. Listen, All right. planting and harvesting, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Look at me. There are only two seasons of life. Say two. Either you're in a planting season or you're in a harvesting season. You can be in both of them at the same time. Because you can be planting in one area and harvesting in another area. You can be harvesting in eight areas and planting in another area. Here's what I need you not to be afraid of, the process to plant. Because to plant, you got to get dirty. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. The plants, you got to dig up some dirt. You got to open up the earth. You got to go deep. You got to put your seed in the ground. You got to cover it back up. You got to water it. See, we like the harvesting season, but can I really be honest about it? Both seasons have different dirt. See, the planting, I got to dig to get it. But the harvesting, that's when the work actually begins. See, for many people, you think the harvesting is just sitting back, relaxing, and chilling. No, the harvesting is when the work actually begins because now the fruit of everything I produce, you pray to be debt-free. Now you got to get your books in alignment. Y'all ain't going to talk. You prayed for a good relationship. Now you got to do the work to have one. You prayed that you would experience the blessing, but now you had a different income tax bracket, so now it takes you longer. You can't go to Jackson Hewitt. You got to go high, so y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Touch your neighbor please say both seasons have different dirt you, you pray for a new home and so now you got it but now you're like yeah dog this is a lot to clean are you catching the point are you catching the point you prayed to be blessed but what comes with the blessing you ready haters I just don't know why they're talking about it. Because you're doing good. That's why. And they can't figure out how you're doing good. But what they don't know is your secret is, I'm a releaser. Your secret is, I'm a sower. Would you look at somebody and say, I got a secret to my success. Say, I am a sower. Oh, y'all ain't talking 915. Look at somebody else say, I'll tell you my secret. My increase is in my release. 
And look at the last part. And it's never going to stop. And it's never going to stop. Look at the verse. And it's never going to stop. How long are you going to be blessed? It's never going to stop. How long are you going to be fruitful? It's never going to stop. How long are you going to multiply? It's never going to stop. How long are you going to be at the top? It's never going to stop. You say, come on now, 15, never. It's never going to stop, say. It's never going to stop, say. It's never going to stop, say. It's never going to stop. This never stops. So even for those you're like, ooh, I'm looking at these finances, it ain't going to stop. If you keep pouring, it's going to keep flowing. If you'll keep sowing, it's going to keep growing. I don't like the way some of y'all are looking at me in this building and online. I need you to lay your hands on yourself, say, and it's never going to stop for you. Okay? All right, look at this, look at this, look at this. Galatians 6, 7. Galatians 6, 7. We're about done. Galatians 6, 7. Galatians 6, 7 says this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. <laughs> you got to say it deep in spirit. We'll say God. God is not mocked for whatever one sows. Look at the underlying word and you shout it. One, two, three. That will he also reap. So, so, so here's the problem with some harvest is that you have to reap what you so you sow gossip. It's quiet in this building. Somebody like, everybody talking about me because you talk about everybody. That's not an attack. That's a harvest. That's why some of you, you rebuke certain things and it don't go nowhere because it's like, we're your harvest. We're going to be right here for you. You sow mixed signals, so you reap mixed signals. See how quiet I got you so last minute. So you reap. It's quiet in this building. You so can't be counted on. It's quiet. But if I sow good communication. But if I sow loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. But if I sow consistency, but if I sow faithful, and watch me, the harvest might not even come from who you sowed it to. He just going to make sure that it gets you the harvest. Last two scriptures, last two scriptures, Proverbs eleven twenty four. 24. Say, I'm fruitful and I'm multiplying. Okay, so you're a sower. This is your whole life is to sow. Your whole life is to sow. Your whole life is to sow. This is your whole life. Say, this is my whole life. Your whole life is to be fruitful and to multiply. Fruitful and to multiply. We all found these old school church candies to be fruitful. Who remembers these? You, you, she looks, say, I got them in my personal. <laughs> these are some good church candies. Say, be fruitful and multiply. Fruit is sweet. Fruit is sweet. You're not listening. Fruit is sweet. You're not listening. The seed is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. I'll try over here because I can't get no help over there. The seed is bitter. Have you ever eaten a fruit seed? Have you ever eaten? A, the seed is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. I came to tell some of y'all because of how you handled your bitter. Your fruit is about to be sweet. Would you please? We're done 915. Look at somebody and say the seed might be bitter. But the fruit is going to be very sweet. You're going to be glad you didn't quit. You're going to be glad you didn't give up. You're going to be glad you didn't settle. You're going to be glad you didn't throw in the town. You're going to be glad you didn't let people shut you up and shut you down. The seed is bitter, but the fruit is always, always. Let's go. Last two scriptures. Proverbs eleven twenty four. One gives freely. Look at this. And grows. Look at the screen. What does he grow? All the richer. Another withholds what he should give. And what, is that, what does that person suffer? Want. So let's put this in context of giving tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offerings. And this is bigger than that. It's a bigger principle. But if you can't do that, why are you trying to do other stuff? 
Like, how you going to rob God and try to give him? I want to be good to my coworkers. Man, bye. Okay? Not, just, not judging you. I'm just saying, like, let's get your priorities straight. Like, I'm going to give to my family. You don't give to God. Let's get that right first. It's, it's quiet in this building. But y'all should know I ain't never scared. I'm forceful. You hear me? You ready? Okay, okay. Watch me. Let's put this in context of that. God says, this is what you should give. But God says, if you withhold that, I'm telling you right now, you're going to suffer want. Listen to the words. Suffer want. You just won't be in want. It'll be suffering because you'll watch other people with less talent, less skill, less ability, less knowledge, less gift. You'll watch them win while you're in want. But I pray for every person that's connected to Harvest in this building, online, Harvest Church, Harvest Bible College, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Foundation, we will not be those that ever suffer want. We will be those that give freely so we will grow all the richer. Rich means that we will have no lack. I need you to lift your hands, speak this over your life, say, and I will have no lack in any area of my life. I give freely and I get richer. I give freely and I get richer. I give freely and I get more. I give freely and I grow greater. Put a praise in the atmosphere right there. Put a praise in the atmosphere right there. Call in some of your harvest. Call in some of your harvest. Say, I give freely and I grow richer. Why are you fighting to hold on to $1,000? Are you joking? For what you're about to have? Why are you fighting to hold on? Ooh, it's a $50 seat. $50? You're about to have $50,000. Watch me. In one month, I wish I had some. Okay, I don't have faith in the building. The people of Harvest, we are blessed people because we are faithful givers. So God, make sure that we flourish. And I pray for every person I lead, you will suffer no want. You will suffer no want. Not just financially, but in any area of your life. Lift your hands. Say, I will suffer no want. Say, I will suffer no want. Proverbs eleven twenty five. last scripture, last scripture. I just want you to see this principle. When he said be fruitful and multiply, he was really telling them be sowers. You don't multiply what you haven't released. You can't multiply what you haven't invested. Um, and, 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 and let's, before you get a tree, you got to release seed in the ground. It's dirty. Seed got to grow. But that seed will produce fruit for you for years. Last scripture, Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25. The generous man, that's man or woman, say that's me. Whoever is a source of blessing shall be what? Prosperous and enriched. So to anybody that says, I'm just struggling in the name of Jesus, you are out of order. That is not what he created you for. The generous man is a source of blessing. Say, I am the blessing. Could it be that the blessing you've been praying for, God wants you to do? Over these last few weeks, I said, okay, God. I said, all right. I said, we're about to, I'm about to attack my resistance. So I said, I'm going to start making happen for other people. What I need you to make happen for me. So I started, I, I, and I, been, I do it all the time, but I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, I was extra, 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 extra intentional. Because I live this way. I started saying, okay, what, what, what can I do? To, what do you need? Okay, boom, there you go. What do you need? Boom, there you go. What, how can I be a blessing to you? 
Boom, there you go. What, do you, what, what, what can I do to fix this situation? Boom, there you go. Because sometimes it's not just finance. Ready? Sometimes you have the wisdom somebody needs. And instead of charging a consultation fee, what you need to do is say, what do you need? Y'all not saying nothing to me. For some of you business owners, you know what you need to do? You say, instead of saying, look, my product costs $20 and y'all need to pay the price and I know my worth. It's not worth that to me if it ain't worth that to me yet. Why don't you go sow it into them and say, I want to bless you. This week, two brands, two brands sent me their clothing. And I get literally, I, I don't know. Y'all don't tell my business. This neighbor say, don't tell his business. And when I say that, I'm just joking. I already know you're going to do it. I'm just joking. I, look at me. Look at me. I'm a giver. Look at me. Years ago, I gave away all my clothes. When I, when I, when I transitioned from, from what I referred to as Big Bishop to Slim Fit Bishop. Steph, I gave away all my clothes, everything, my shoes. I had one outfit left. I, I had to literally buy clothes week by week. I, I had to give away all my shoes. I had to give away. Here, I, was, I was slimming down. You understand? Ready? Now, here's the thing. I gave all that away. And I was like, Lord, let me, you know, let me at least put it on consignment. Let me get a few dollars for it. Something. He said, give it all away. Every time God's ready for you to get a harvest, he puts a demand for seed. So, so I gave it all away. Make a long story short, I have not had to buy clothes for myself in over three years. You want to know why? Because every time I go check the mail, okay, every time I go check the mail, God has made somebody release. See, some of y'all got a hater spirit. I can see it on your back. Don't hate, just release your seed. Touch your neighbor, say, same God. So, so somebody said, where you get that from? It's a gift. So said, where you get that from? It was a gift. Where you get that from? It was a gift. Where you get that from? It was a gift. Where you get that from? It was a gift. People track me down to sow into me. They track me down. I'll see people out in the store, out in the street, and they'll be a part of Harvest. And they say, Bishop, you don't know how you bless me. Hold on. They'll go get something. Put it in my hand. You're not listening. You're not, you're not listening. It's because I'm fruitful and multiplied. Please touch somebody close to you say, and you're going to be fruitful and multiply. Say, things are about to flow to you. Say, you're generous, and the Lord will make you prosperous and enriched. Y'all not saying nothing to me at this 915. And the Lord will make you prosperous and enriched. Look at this. Look at this last part. And he who waters. Don't nobody encourage me. Who do you encourage? Who are you watering? And I bless that seed. And who are you watering? He who waters will himself be watered. Check this out, Anthony. God says, that when you start pouring, I'm going to start pouring. Watch me. When you, look at me. All you're doing is doing this. But look at the supply that you are. Please make this declaration and say, as I water, I'll be watered. As I do for others, God's going to make sure. Give me the water. That he does for me. Open it up. You ready? Watch me. God says, you just watered. And why are you tripping over what you watered? Because you have way more left anyhow. Why are you fighting God over a hundred dollars? Why are you fighting God over tithing? Why are you fighting God over just being a blessing to somebody? God says, I got you. He who waters will himself be watered. <laughs> Reaping the generosity that he has sown. Lift your hands. Say, I am fruitful. And I will multiply. I will lack nothing. I am fruitful. 
and I will multiply and I will lack nothing. I am fruitful and I will multiply and I will lack nothing. I release so I live in increase. Increase is attracted to me. Say your address. P.O. Box 441004, World Colorado 844. Say increase is attracted to my address. Say your name. Bishop Kevin Foreman. Say it's attracted to my name. If you have a business or a side hustle or, or some type of entrepreneurial endeavor, you release that in the atmosphere. If you have a nonprofit, come on, put that in the atmosphere. Whatever it is, come on, say increase is attracted to my endeavors. I release so I live in increase. Put a praise in the building right there. Put a praise in the building right there. Lift your hands. Lift them. So this second half, it's going to be this for you. You will be fruitful and you will multiply. Notice, so there's multiple types of fruit because I release multiple types of seed. So you're going to be a faithful giver starting the day if you haven't been. You're going to start giving your tithes, your offerings, your first fruits, your love offerings. Say so that's one type of fruit. But you're also going to release information and wisdom that you have, which means you're going to help other people get to where they're going, which means God's going to make sure that he gives you greater people that are going to release wisdom and information to you. Say another type of fruit. Not only are you going to release finances, not only are you going to release wisdom, but you're going to be a help to somebody else. You're going to help somebody else get to where they're going. God says, I'm about to send an army to help you get to where you're going. Please open your mouth and say, I'll be fruitful and multiply. You're going to start praying for other people. And as you begin praying for other people, God says, I'm going to have people you've never met praying for you. I'm going to have people you've never seen praying for you. You're going to have another type of fruit. Your plate is going to be filled and you will be fruitful and multiply. Your platter, not a plate. Say, I got a platter. Not just a plate. Say, my platter will be filled. Say, my platter will be filled. Say, my platter will be filled. Say it, everybody. My platter will be filled. And you will be fruitful. And you will multiply. I pray that whatever stingy, whatever stubborn that has existed in you, that be lifted today. But Bishop, if I give, if I give it, I'm not going to have to stop. It's seed. It's seed. I remember one time going through a time where I was like, I ain't, I ain't helping nobody else. You ever been there? I like, because you keep helping these people, and these people do this, and these people do this. And, and the Lord said, but son, this is why I take such good care of you. You a river, not a reservoir. I can get it through you. That's why I keep getting it to you. I can trust you to be a lender and not a borrower. I can trust you to be the head. I can trust you. Please open your mouth. We got to go, but say, God, you can get it to me because you can get it through me. Now, I'm not saying be crazy and let people just, you know, not do right, not work, and just live off of you. I ain't saying that. I did not say that. Look at the neighbor and say, he didn't say that. But before you worry about doing all this giving to people, make sure you're giving to God is right. There's five T's we give to God. Our time. That's your faithful church attendance. Whether you're in the building or online, say, I'll be faithful. God says, give me your time. Your treasure. That's your tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offerings. God says, run me my money. Just as simple. God says, and if you run me my money, I'm going to run you yours. Touch your neighbor and say, this is going to be your best financial half ever. Online, you type it. Three, three, God says, sow your talent. If you have gifts, talents, skills, abilities, the church can use those to reach more people and advance more lives. And you, don't, you don't put a price on it. This is God's house. 
God gave it to you. You sow it. Got quiet in the church right there. Your thirst. God says your prayer, praise, and worship is a seed. Your shout on Sunday is a seed for your victory on Monday. Finally, your testimony. Say my testimony. God says whose life has changed because you shared or invited somebody. That's a seed. See, before you worry about being generous to everybody else, God says, give me my five. I got five on it. Stop right there. I got five on it. <laughs> Y'all know we will flip something and make it a church song in a minute. Anybody else in the building got five on it beside me? <laughs> Stop a five in the comments online. We got to go. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building online. Did you get some out of this word today? Say, I am fruitful and I multiply. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. On the count of three, in the building, you're going to slip your five fingers up. Online, you're going to do that hand with the emoji with those five fingers. Or you're going to just say, it's me. Come on, we better make this into a church song. <laughs> if that's you and you need to give your life to the Lord, be sure or recommit yourself to him. On three, slip that hand up online, do that hand with your emoji, say it's me. I have online ambassadors watching online so you can respond. One, two, three. If that's you, slip that hand up wherever you're at, wherever you're at. Come on, church. We're a church that celebrates people coming to the Lord. Everybody, pray this to me. Say, Father. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. I got five on it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just pray that prayer, scan the QR code or text Harvest to 55498 into the option for salvation. I want to get a message in your hand called What Next to show you how to be a faithful Christian. Listen, it's not just about what you plant. It's about where you're planted. So question, some of you, you know I'm your shepherd. Church is not about a building. We are the church. It's a biblical word, ecclesia, which means at the mall, we the church. If we walk outside, we the church. Look at the neighbor and say, wherever you go, you took church with you. Some of y'all, the reason some of your co-workers don't like you is because you violated their little separation of church and state because when you showed up, church showed up. When you showed up, the presence of God showed up. When you showed up, healing, breakthrough showed up. And you'll, watch me, and the presence of God that's on you offends the demons that's on them. But hear me, you need a shepherd. And you don't have to live in Denver. You don't have to live in Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, and be a part of the Harvest Church family. You scan that QR code or you text Harvest to 55498 and enter the option for Join HC. And I want to push some of you, um, if you're not a faithful giver, start. But those five T's, I want to push you to say, which of these do I need to release my generosity? Some of you are givers, but, that, but, but, you, but you invite nobody. Say, Lord, which of these do I need to release my generosity? It's bigger than money in Jesus' name. Come on, if you came in late, you weren't able to give, get your giving ready. We got to hurry up so we get to 1115 in here. We got to hurry up. I love you, 915. We're going to sow to seal. What does that mean? When a word speaks life into your life, you always sow to seal that word. Here's our seed. We're going to do 25 for Proverbs 11 and 25. We're going to do 25 for Proverbs 11 and 25. That's the seed. And the seed is called my fruit. You just call it my... <laughs> Just say my fruitful and multiply seed. I didn't like the acronyms. I didn't want it to be your MF seed, so <laughs> and then I didn't want it to be your FM seed. So it's gonna make it your fruitful seed. I didn't like any of those acronyms. <laughs> Come on, we're gonna do twenty-five. Come on, twenty-five. So if, it's, if I don't have twenty-five, get as close as you can to it. But everybody, you have to sow into the word you've just heard. You have to sow. Say I have to sow. For some of you, you said, Bishop, I'm sensing I'm supposed to sow more than that. You do that. There's one of you watching right now. Here's what you heard, and it almost scares you. 2,500. 
All I am is to say that was God. And I heard the Lord say, when you release that, by this time next Sunday, you'll see why he had you release it today. No gimmicks, no games. Just want to tell you what thus says the Lord. We're blessed to be a blessing, Harvest. You can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two. PayPal, VidMoselle, GiveLify, all of that's available. Hello and Harvest, search that church. Or mail it in P.O. Box 44104, Aurora, Colorado, 844. Lift your giving to the Lord, everybody. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I am fruitful and I am multiplying. I lack nothing in any way, shape, form, or fashion. In Jesus' name. Amen. Masters are passing here at Grape Sheet. Once you give, you're totally free to go. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and love life. I love Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.